Oh, boy. What's up, y'all? This is Tony Powell, and you're listening to Power to the People, the podcast, episode 235. Once again, the finest cast in the whole podcasting universe is reconvened to talk that stuff. When I want to know what's going on with the New York City transit scene, there is absolutely no expert I have more faith in than my cousin, Mr. Keith Powell. What's going on, Keith? Man, I am good, and it's great to be here with the family once again. And when I want to talk local TV news, who do I go to? My favorite expert, my favorite director, my favorite brother, Mr. Marl Powell's in the house. What's going on, Mark? What's up, fam? What's up, world? Should I wear a mask on this podcast? This sounds kind of dicey. (laughs) (laughs) And when I want to talk local New York City real estate, there is nobody I trust more than the man we call Mr. Eddie Kane Jr. The world calls him Derek Powell. I simply call him my cuz. What's going on, DP? Everything is good. Always good to be in the cypher with the cats. How you guys doing? Uh, you guys sound fine. I'm the one that's suffering. Keith apparently found a way to give me his cold. I don't know how, but I certainly got it. Well, you know how you got it? Because you jinxed the Knicks. So you'll suffer like we suffered. Now. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's how that happens. <laughs> And then he said something about the Sixers, and look what happened to them. Mark Mark says they got enough barriers, and he said something slick. Now look at yourself. Now, they out too. Just don't make no sense, mm-hmm. man. And, you know, Dirk, he sent me a text, you know, I can help y'all out. You know, I got I these no bones over here. I said, mm-hmm. bones? See, I got these bones for y'all. I can help you out. Mm-hmm. But I guess we didn't want his help. He uh, put okay. the bones on us, and then he turned it on his brother to make it even. That we all going to be mm-hmm. sad this week. Hey you Keith, said, he you, like he I like uh, hey Keith, he like Whoopi Goldberg, you know Goldberg. <laughs> Soon if, if you don't do right by me, everything you try, to And look how he done did us, man. Don't make no sense. Doc is out of a job messing around with this fool. God damn. Oh, Doc ain't out of a job because of me. <laughs> Doc is out of <laughs> Doc is out of a job because he can't seem to get it done ever. I, I mean, how many times no, I, I, there was yeah. there was a thing, there was an article I've been reading all day, like you know, I think on Bleacher Report, and they talk about Doc's playoff failures. Yeah. Not, you know, like guys who like, you know, you go in, it's you know, it's like a wild card weekend in NFL where, you know, things just happen and you know, just it just doesn't work out for you, or, or you or you're the Buffalo Bills and you know, things just didn't work out for you. Doc has been up three one, three one, three one, I think four times. Four times and lost. And lost three times. He's been up 3-2, I think like three or four times, yeah. and lost every damn time. <laughs> he's lost, I think, I'm going to get this right, either, he, well, he's he's lost 10 game sevens, that's the most ever. He's Dang. lost five straight game sixes where they had a chance to clinch. Oh, close it out. Right. Uh, it was another crazy stat. Um, it's like all this... His his name is on, on record books that he sh- that he damn sure don't want to be a part of, and and more than likely because of the NBA, everybody gets in the Hall of Fame. He'll be a Hall of Famer, but he's one of those Hall of Famers. It's sort of like remember Dion talked about. Listen, yeah, I'm a Hall of Fame, and that guy's a Hall of Fame. Are we in the same spot? That's gonna feel kind of like I think Doc. He's gonna be in the same spot as Red Allback and 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 Phil Jackson and Pat Riley and Pat Riley. Riley. And something like yeah, we're Hall of Famers, but why are you on my floor, Holtzman? <laughs> wow! Well, and he had he some players doing his, 
he had some players, man. Remember in the Clippers Lob City, Blake Griffin, Chris Paul in his prime, DeAndre Jordan. And then this year, when you got the NBA MVP in the big fella and you got game six at home, you got to close that one out, man. You got to get that one, man. Damn. Sorry, Doc. You got to go. Man. Yeah. No, no. It's somebody got to go. <laughs> yeah. I, when they when they hired him, I was happy because I, 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 was, I was wrong because initially they were going to hire Ty Lu, And then surprisingly, uh, Ballmer fired Doc. So Doc can't be like, oh, no, get Doc. Doc's the better coach. Clearly, we know that Ty Lue's a better coach now. I mean, Ty Lue can coach his butt off, and he's been proving that because Ty has done things with much less talent-wise yes. than Doc has been given. I mean, he's playing, I mean, especially Ty's playing with damn near part-time players half the time. I mean, Kawhi, I think Ty's been there three years, maybe four, but no, uh, maybe three years. I think Kawhi's played maybe a season. Um, then Paul George. So he's done more with less than Doc has. So I, I wish, in retrospect, Ballmer wouldn't have fired Doc or fired him after, you know, they would have hired Ty Lucas. Ty was going to get that gig. And Doc's not, the, whatever it is, there's something that he's not connecting with. Yes, he knows basketball. They all know basketball. But there's a disconnect there between what he wants and, and tries to convey and what they do. Because you can't have a coach constantly say things like, you know, um, the effort deal. Because that team flat out quit. They quit. And when oh, they, they quit, yeah. That, that's, and when they quit, quit, that's a quit on the coach. They don't quit. On, they really quit on each other. It's usually like, man, I don't care what you're saying. Man. I'm just, you know, I'm out here. Because you, you you never see – tip of those guys don't quit. I mean, they go out there and play hard as they can. They just don't have the same talent, but they don't quit. Sposter's guys don't quit. Um, even uh, Budenholzer guy, I know he got fired, but those boys didn't quit. They quit on Doc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You look at this. You got um, the Milwaukee coach is fired. Monty Williams is fired, and Doc Rivers, as you said, he will be joining join the crew. And these are like Wednesday. three top coaches with top teams. Yeah. yeah, that won't be without a job. Um, come next Nick Nurse, when Nick Nurse. Oh, right, right. Toronto. With, uh, Nick Toronto. Nurse too. Yeah, right. So you got four coaches, top coaches now, with no teams. Yeah, three of three of the four have chips. Yeah, ain't that something? Yeah, no, three of the four have no, chips. No, no, no. Uh, Doc, you know, Doc, I mean, here's didn't, a, Doc get, didn't Doc get a chip in Boston? That's what I said. Yeah, he Doc, uh, uh, Coach Bud, and uh, and Nurse all have chips. So, I the thought Sp- um, didn't ever get one with um. That's, that's all they four for four. He got with LeBron and them. No, but Spolster is still there. No, I, I'm saying that that three of the oh, four that, coaches oh, that, that got out, fired. Oh, that he's okay out of the place. Got you. Okay, got you. Okay, that are fired. That are out, out and out fired. Have oh, chips. Yeah, they have, yeah. you know, uh, um, uh, and that's 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 kind of insane when you think about it in in, in yeah. that regard. But I mean, listen, um, you kind of have to look at Doc. For what it is. I mean, when they hired him, yeah, we all like Doc Rivers. We all think, yeah, you know, okay, great. But but the talent level, the talent that he has coached and to only have one ring from all the talent he's coached. Think about it. Yeah, he had Paul Pierce, Garnett, Ray Allen couldn't keep that together. Got yeah. one chip. They 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 went all Rondo in. Rondo was and, a star and, at and, that and, point. Right, right. Rajon Rondo. Um, and then he had, as Derek pointed out, 
a prime Chris Paul, a prime Blake Griffin, um, DeAndre uh, uh, Jordan, Jordan, and there was somebody else on that squad that was that was oh what's Eric, Eric what's his face? Um, was Bledsoe on that team? Yeah, uh, Eric Bledsoe. But was, also was, and off the bench, six, Mr. Six Man himself, uh, Jamal Crawford. You had Jamal Crawford and, and JJ Redick. You had you had he had a squad. Yeah, and there's at some point in the playoffs, whatever it is. There's a flat out disconnect between what what he's expected to do or what they expect to do and what they do. It's just it's crazy. Think about this. He came like for the game six. I mean, we're talking about the the the, the quitting in game seven. But for game six, you had Jason Tatum in an offer. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum wasn't even a factor in that game, and you couldn't find a way to win at home. At well, home. Yeah, Embiid um, said he didn't touch the ball for the last four like, minutes. Three, minutes, three or four minutes of the game, he didn't touch the ball. Where Jason Tatum just caught fire because he scored 16 in that quarter. But like mm-hmm. you said, for three quarters, Jason Tatum couldn't hit the side of a goddamn bar. Missing but once action. he got it clicking, it was, I mean, crossing, pulling up for the three. Uh, well, he had, I think three threes in a row he hit on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he just carry on over to Sunday when he dropped 51 on them guys, man. Oh, yeah. I know, I know. NBC didn't touch the ball for the last four minutes, and that's easy blame on Doc, which there will be some blame. But if you're the star, damn it, if you're the MVP, you go give up and say, ball. "Give me the effing ball. I don't right. care. Give me the ball." So that's that's people like the Embiid is probably not probably he's the most talented big man in the game, but he is far from the best big man in the game. That guy, that the best big man in the game is Joker. Oh. I mean, it's like I remember my father always said, and I could never understood it. Stand at the time, uh, Larry Bird is the best player in the game. I was like, Larry Bird, it made no sense to me. How can this guy be the best player in the game? I was like, Why is it not this? Why is it not that guy? And then you want, then as you get older, you're like, oh, okay, because there's no, there's no weakness in this game. He does everything at a high, high level, and he's unflappable. He doesn't have highs and lows. He doesn't have moments where he disappears. He's just that guy. And as you watch Joker, Joker's been dominant this whole playoffs. I mean, he's been yeah. far and above the best player. And now, and he's not like putting up hollow stats. He's putting up stats against everybody, big time numbers. And you watch a player. It reminds me of watching like a bird player or even Nash in his heyday. It's like you don't make a mistake, so it's frustrating. You're like, why can why can he throw the ball away? Why can he you know make a stupid bonehead play? You don't do it. He just. <laughs> He's like the machine. He's a guy that sees the game in slow. Like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson, to his credit, yeah. saw the game in slow motion. They, yeah. you know, they they were playing chess. Everybody else was playing checkers. Um, and so, yeah, I mean that 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 that's definitely true of Embiid. In the fact that he is probably, arguably, athletically, uh, physically gifted. Uh, able to do pretty much anything he wants to do on the floor, talented. But yeah, he disappears for 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 for, for baby reasons. Uh, yeah, for 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 yeah, exactly. He just disappears or he soaks or or yep. you know, I was watching yesterday. I think this is the thing that shocked me. I, I you guys tell me if I if I if you saw the same thing. Uh they go into halftime down three, 53 to 50. So you say, you know what? I mean, and I I watched, you know, they they were up what, like fifteen points at one point? No, they were up by nine, and there was a critical spot in which I disagree with, but 
probably it, when you lose by 20 some points, it's not a big deal. But at the time it was a huge, huge deal. It was first half, they're up by about nine. And Harden goes up, Harden goes up on a, on a breakaway, and he, he just loses the ball. And I think right. Brown was kind of with him on his right. And we've all played ball. Sometimes you go up and, and the ball slips out. You're not flailing to hit somebody. You just sort of like it. It's like a fumble. And in this NBA, they go and review it. So now I'm going to, you're up by, I think, nine or seven. I can't remember exactly. Seven. It was, it was five. Yeah, seven. Right. seven. So, then, you're up by, so they go and review it. They call it flagrant. That's two free throws. Then hit the three. So now you go from being up seven to only up two. A five-point play in a play that shouldn't have been reviewed at all. I mean, Brown got hit in the nose, but oh, well. That wasn't like he went up there and threw him a, a, a Kurt Rambis clothesline that they didn't in the Celtics. And it was a flail of like, holy crap, you know, that type of deal. And that was a turning point, in in my opinion, set aside Tatum just losing his mind and, and becoming like a video but, game. But even with that, I'm saying, so they were up nine, but you could kind of feel like the 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 momentum changing prior to that play. And yeah, and that play was mo- mo- momentous, but you still, even after all of that, you were able to get up nine on them in their building. They had the building quiet. You still go into halftime down three. Then they come out of halftime. And and I believe, you know, uh, Boston ran off, I don't know, they went on like a six or seven point run. And then you started watching, I started watching these guys just for, there was a stretch where they came down and shot maybe seven, three attempts in a row instead mm-hmm. of getting the twos, instead of trying to get 14, they were trying to get 20, just, just, just to keep. In, in striking distance, just think about it. You miss seven seven threes, and they score on the other end. That's a twenty point swing. Mm-hmm. And, they, they tr- and and Doc didn't make any any adjustments at all. He didn't call a timeout. He didn't say, "Yo, this is what we're doing. This is what we're running," uh, or even stand up calling the plays from the sideline. So yeah. either the players are saying, "You know what? We're not." They tuned him out. Well, or what? But the the energy was definitely different. Yeah, but that's like that's the NBA. Sorry, Dirk. That's the NBA with with the three point shot. Instead of getting the, like you said, the easy deuce, these cats to settle for the three. We, you know, you got a big man, give him the ball, let him do what he got to do, get an and one, got your three there. But these cats be fine. These threes left and right, and I think that's the downfall of the NBA that three point shot because they fall so much in love with it. But all they had to do was drop it down to the big guy and let him do what he do. When you watch that game, you know, remember Coach Mazur, what is he? A ro- he's a rookie coach. This is his first year. He wasn't supposed to get that job, but um, Coach and Stroker uh, was running up in some honey, so they had to get him out and get this coach in. If you watch this guy in that third quarter, he forced the switch with Joel Embiid to get on Tatum. And then remember, Tatum start cooking. So if you're the other team, you're just looking to go for a home run because Tatum is hitting twos. He's hitting threes. He's getting the matchup he wants. Instead of trapping him, forcing him to get the ball up out of his hands because the further uh, Joe came, the uh, he just took another step back. And when that thing started hitting that net and started, you know, you know, going through that rim and he's dancing and yelling, talk about this is my shit, you know, and all this. Y'all know what this <laughs> is. It was over. Y'all saw what he said. They saw his words. And there was nothing you can do with him. You know, he's 6'8". He could put it on the floor, get it out of his hands, let Marcus Smart make a decision with the ball. They just let, in my opinion, and that's a part of quitting, you allowed him to play too free 
And when they are looking for the switch, you know, I would say Tobias Harris, go fight through the switch, trap him. Don't leave this up to Joe because Joe's in one of those funky moods and that young boy went to work. And his mama was sidelined, so I guess that was an incredible Mother's Day gift that he gave his mama. Yeah. <laughs> well, you sure said something was. that drives me crazy, too. When you said fight through the screen, that's something that they don't do. No I know more. they're more skilled, but they 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 give the most passive switches in the world. I mean, a guy walks, kind of walks over and, and damn it says, excuse me, and then they switch for everything. Yeah, and right. it's like, right. you can switch if everybody's the same, but you can't go from six, seven, six, eight to buys and keep going down to six, two maxi. Right. Without Tobias mm-hmm. fighting over and really making a, these soft die on the pick switches drive me crazy. It's like you can't do that. You got to make sure you get over or make sure the guy holds you or moves a pick. They right. just die on a pick or a soft switch. And it's like, come on, that, that's not a switch. You switch when you just can't get over and the guy's putting a wall on you. He's like, okay, fine, switch. And then what's supposed to happen, at least the way I was taught it, is if if they're gonna keep doing that, then you blitz the pick. The pick you you double them out. You trap them out. To, if they're gonna come you in, squeeze and pick you. You squeeze them. You trap them out to half court. So then then you can either get back in and regard your guy, or a guy gives the ball up. But they were like, they kind of walks over and says, "Excuse me," like you like, cut him. Remember the old fashioned <laughs> dancing? Excuse me, and he cuts in. And he <laughs> <the pick. laughs> you know, Mark, as Dirk was saying, Celtics got the matchup uh, Tatum against this MB. On the outside, either he was going to drive to the basket or he's pulling up for the three. And the B was like maybe a step or two behind him every time. You can't be with that guy. Yeah. Right. And no. then no one came to help once he got past mm-hmm. easy basket. I when, really felt somebody good about that used game to when say- I saw Tucker had 11 points in the first half quarter. I was like, oh, man, he That's has scored 11 points in the playoffs, <laughs> let alone in a quarter. And then they just – they win Doc. When that, when that pick comes – Somebody's supposed to say, open up, let me get through. All they do is stand in your way, and you don't even yeah. try to put the car in reverse and go around. So when no, you allow crazy. an offensive player like him to play against the defensive player that he wants, that's what's going to happen. As you were saying, you know, when he comes, the first thing I would yell out, yo, let's squeeze him. If you squeeze him the right way, that ball should, you know, he should step out a little bit further. The ball will probably go to the middle. Exactly. And then somebody's got to slide over and let him kick it back out to the wing. But you just allow him to get the matchup, and that cost you 51 points yesterday, letting him do right. whatever the hell he want because you know he ain't going to have another game like he had game six. So now no. he's really got something to prove. Probably didn't go to sleep, went to the gym and shot around, and they, they, they got that work, man, and he let that rookie coach out coach him yesterday. And they kept saying all along, you know, they haven't, Embiid had, they, they've up, to, I think at one point, up two to one, and Embiid hasn't had a game yet. I'm like, if you look at the series, Tatum hadn't had a game yet. Tatum mm-hmm. hadn't gone off. He hadn't had one of those, like, you know, I think, well, obviously that was the highest points, but he hadn't, prior to that, I don't think the most he scored, maybe 25 points. He hadn't gone off yet. And all these Sixers fans and, and, and the people saying, you know, and they're up, you know, they've, they've won a game without Embiid really going off. I'm thinking, yeah, that other nuclear missile hadn't gone off yet, and James <laughs> is hitting six and, and seven. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, again, I, you know, it, it you know, uh, the rookie coach, as you call him, made an adjustment. Yes. I'm not here. Uh, he made an adjustment and and said, okay, I'm gonna play uh, play the two bigs. Yeah, and force Embiid, you know, put put Embiid in in the spin cycle, and, and he, he never and Doc never never countered. 
at all. Nope. He just left it as it was. And this is why Doc has not won a series or made it to the championship because he does not adjust. He continues to play the same way they play all season. You got to change sometimes mm-hmm. in order to win. And yeah. that he has not done. Well, it's time for him to move on. He had enough Philly cheesesteaks down there. Get your ass out. <laughs> it's time to change, man. They, they can't well, he, do You can't go back to the he, – he had a mob this year and didn't get it done. No, he got to go. Sorry, no, he, he got to go. Yeah, he had, he had so, enough so, squad. Let me ask this question. Does Doc get another job? Of course he will. Oh, he'll find something. Of course he will. Yeah, in the, in the NBA, they just re- recycle like crazy, yeah. Yeah. All they're going to do is just switch the players, switch the heads of those guys who lost jobs. That's all that's going to yeah, happen. I mean, cause, yeah, because, uh, I mean, Doc will probably, I was seeing on the radio, speculation, Phoenix. Um, he can go to Phoenix. Uh, some were saying Milwaukee with the tie because he I mean, went, to, went to Marquette from Chicago, that kind of closeness. Mm-hmm. I, he would definitely get a job again. And if, and if he doesn't coach, he's great as a commentator, as a, a color analyst. Yeah. He's really good at that. So he's, you know, he's not going to just kind of walk up into the sunset. That's not... No, I, I, I think I think he signed his death warrant yesterday and and that last one because the story today is not you know uh you know bad luck for the sixes or this that and the third the story today is just as you described Mark the story today is that the sixes quit on him and he made no adjustments that he he blew yet another one and that's kind of hard if you're a coach. Or if you're a GM looking for a coach and you see that and you say, well, wait a second, he's either going to have to go to a team that is a perennial loser, uh, but I can't see anybody that's 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 kind of you know knocking on the championship door hiring. I think TV is where he's going. You know what I would hope, and I was saying yesterday after the game, and I was t- talking, talking to Preston, I was saying, he's definitely got to be fired. It's, you can't survive. You can't survive that. I mean, if other guys got fired for what less. they deem, I deem less – you definitely got to go. The person who I would look, like to see, just to shake it up, because I, 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 one thing I do hate about the NBA is that they just really just recycle everything. I mean, it's kind of odd, you know, and kind of cool when you when you had some newer blood coming in there. But you're not going to hire Sam Cassell. That's not a Maury guy. But I would like them to reach out to a guy, which would be an easy fix, and go ask, talk to see Jay Wright wants to do this. I mean, he is in Philadelphia. He doesn't have to upset his whole world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, He's. I think he was on the Olympic on the uh, one Olympic the Olympic team. He was on the uh, the uh, right. International so team, I would be yeah. kind of cool to see just to get some new blood, some new thoughts in there. And say, listen, I know typically college coaches don't do well, but anybody. And heck, Brett Brown got the second round. So if if this goal is second round, <laughs> you're perfectly fine. So I would like to try something different. Try Jay Wright. And I think Jay Wright was one of those. I know he's a college coach, but he has more pro in him than say when they. When they brought up, uh, was it? not Lawrence Frank. Um, when the Bulls hired that guy, for, uh, I forget the guy. I can't think of it. Out of Iowa State. Uh, I knew you yeah. Hollenberg or something like that. Hollenberg. Yeah. Fred Hoyberg. Fred no, no, it was somebody else. It was somebody before Hoyberg. Hoyberg was another guy. But I, I think if you want to think outside the box, I would, I would call Jay Rex. Listen, hey, you're in town. What do you think? No, no. Uh, if you want to think outside the box, you call Powell to the people. Uh, we got four coaches here, and I think we can do a better job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we got four of us here. We can make this happen. We know we know the game of basketball. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows it, but but to be able to coach it is a, is a totally different thing. That's not that's not a bad call. I, you know, it's, it's an interesting interesting take with Jay Wright. I find that interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I you know I'm surprised 
that Sam Cassell would not get the call. I realize that he's not a Maury guy, but why not Sam? Just because I think you want to totally change the message. Because when you... That's why it was kind of odd that uh, Ty... Well, I guess that Ty Lue got elevated when Doc left. Um, they didn't, like, you know, kind of go outside. I know Ty's a great coach. But usually you want to kind of just get a different message. And, and maybe Ty has... I mean, maybe maybe uh, Sam has totally different philosophies about how he would run a team. We, we don't know. But I... Th- and I think Sam has been trying for years to p- kind of get a head coach, but I, I wouldn't be upset when you're thinking outside the box, but I'm thinking of somebody that these players haven't heard talk to him at all. Like Sam has been in the building, so he's, they've heard that voice. They've heard those things. So maybe you get somebody who has no tie to any of these guys. So listen, hey, you were coming here, and guess what? And beating you get your ass, you're really going to get in shape shape. And Maxie, you know, I was telling the press yesterday, He's good. He's really on the come, and he's ridiculously lightning fast. What's holding him back is he needs to get a real handle, not just a speed handle, because his, his own move is, I can just blow by everybody. If you cut that off, he doesn't have a handle. He needs to get, like, Tatum in the offseason, and he's Tatum has added, added to his game every year since he's been in the league. Yeah. Tatum has a handle. He can go anywhere on the court without limitation. And I think Maxie needs to do the same thing. So, because you, you see, like you know, another guy who was kind of limited, and he's really good. But if he had this, would be even better. Jalen Brown is good, but if he had a Tatum handle, then those boys you couldn't deal with the Boston. You, you would, you, there's nothing you could do if both of those guys get handled. It's sort of like a, I mean, I know they didn't play well in the playoffs, but it's sort of like a Booker and Durant. Durant has enough. I mean, he's seven feet, but he has a good enough handle. He can get where he wants to go, and Booker can too. But if, Brown, if Jalen Brown developed a Tatum handle where he just wouldn't know listen, I'm working on this, I'm working on this handle, Maxi needs to do the same thing so that they can't cut him off with speed or wall him off where he can just get by because he you can't limit him. I mean, a lot of times they'll just they'll keep saying, just send him left, send him left, send him left. And he needs to work on that. Well, that was that was a story with Jalen Brown last year. Last year, I mean the year before. Uh that was that was the knock on him was that again, he could not. You know, you can see it. You know, he put the ball on the floor. He, you know, he, there's a lot of turnovers when he tried to put the ball on the floor. He's better this year. I, I think, yeah, he, he, there's room for improvement. Um, you guys are not thinking Monty Williams is going there to Philly? He was there. I liked him. Um, nah, the only thing I would question about Monty is th- there's something, and I, we don't know where, there's some kind of disconnect that he has with Aiton that hasn't really flushed out yet. Now, he probably wouldn't have that with Embiid, but maybe to have it with, you know, say say he gets there and suddenly Maxi is his, his whipping boy. You know, okay. you don't... When you have that kind of weird relationship where the coach has something against somebody, that... And it's always kind of odd. I always kind of like, we're like what's going on here? What What is this guy doing? Or was, you know, maybe maybe it's Aiden's fault, but it is, there's definitely a weird dynamic that, you know, because Aiden won't address it, which is odd because I can understand in the old days where players don't leave from saying saying things against coaches. Hell, you can say what the hell you want now. They're paying you millions and millions of dollars. You pay more than a coach, so you can speak your mind all you want. <laughs> well, he may speak about it now since, you know, he's not the coach no more. Maybe it might come out um, what hindered their relationship because – Aiden did not play like he used to play. Like the last two years, I watched this young man play. Yeah, he did not Something play with happened. that fire under uh, Monty Williams. But like you said, if if you're a whipping boy, after a while, you're going like, I ain't gotta take this shit. Exactly. I'm making all this money. 
I play, I do what I can do. I do I do my best out there or give my minimum of how I'm going to play this game, and, and that's it. You know, and that's how I, players are. These, these are different players. I understand what you're saying, but ain't nobody doing me the way the Joker did him. You know, pride, something, you know, later <laughs> for the money. You know, you're just not going to be doing me any old kind of way with your tricks and your fancy passes or you shooting, you posting <laughs> up, you shooting off the one leg, you getting 30 and 40. You're just not going to do me that way. My pride. He's the Joker. That's why they call him the Joker. Listen to me. My pride going to kick in. Well, they're freaking. I know me and you ain't getting along, Monty, but this here going to stop. Y'all saw what the Joker <laughs> did to that cat? I was he like, was is he that good? He was in mean, exactly the cycle. He embarrassed. It was worse than a spin cycle. I've seen spin cycles. But it, it was like every time the Joker wore, and it was like the Joker wasn't really, you know, getting out, you know, getting upset and really working hard. And then no. the Joker <laughs> pushed the the owner of the Suns, letting them know I, you could get this too. Everybody can get this work. Like, Joker, y'all Joker remember when the Joker pushed? Yes. Yeah, Joker was beating Aiden Joker. in the, in, the, in the Suns. Remember, like the, the I was had an analogy. It was sort of like when Larry Bird walked into the to the uh, three point contest. Who's getting second? And then he beat exactly. all those all stars with his yes. warm ups on. That's how Joker's yeah. beating. Like, yeah, I know you're a pro and all, but you're not about this. That was the attitude. That I was like, this is what people I, have to realize about that. these guys, about these guys from that part of the world, from the Balkans. You know, whether it's Joker or or Donkic or anybody with one of these Balkan last names. Uh, Serbian, Bosnian, uh, Albanian, whatever. These guys grew up in a war zone. You're not going to punk them. They are not right. scared. You can talk about, yeah, I grew up in, in Chicago. They, they, you ain't <laughs> never seen no any aircraft or no. You never, your house has never been shelled by tanks or or, or, or <laughs> artillery. Please, you know, you ain't walk out the street and see you know bomb craters and 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 blown apart bodies. Yeah, you know you. Account of the occasional drive-by, and we know the hood. We, we're not saying it's easy. I'm just saying you ain't seen what they see. No, you, right. you say you grew Agreed. up in a war zone. They literally grew up in a def- in a war zone. I mean, it's tough in Chicago, I suppose. But like you said, there's no holdout buildings from from shell casings. I mean, mortar shells, not gun shells. I mean, mm-hmm. that's so that that deal that, that the idea that these guys are soft is that's not like listen. Mm-hmm. Man, I haven't seen my mother in three days. <laughs> I don't know. You know, my father's off the war. I'm, I'm literally fending for myself. I'm, you know, that's real stuff. So the idea you gonna punk them is like they're like whatever, and they, 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 and they said whatever, and, and they're not. And I think it unnerves some of the Americans because usually when you get a guy like there's there's a lot of wolf tickets. They're not selling wolf tickets. You, does Joker ever speak? Nope. No. Well, remember he had the thing with uh, what's the the Marston brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. Morris, yeah. Joker says the only person he's scared of is his older brother. That's it. That is it. <laughs> that is it. He, I ain't scared of y'all. What y'all gonna do to me? Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I grew up in this house. I know what that guy's capable of. There's nothing you can do on me on the court that he hasn't done to me in the backyard or in the mm-hmm. room. And I can't, you know. So you can't. The only person that talks that's foreign born that talks smack is Luca. 
All the other right. guys are just stoic. They're like assassins. So you got there, you trying to sell them. Even, more even Luca, though, that's the crazy part about it. Luca was playing with grown ass men at fourteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and mm-hmm. giving them work. And giving them work. He was yeah. a, he was a pro as a child. So he's playing. He's traveling in, in in buses or vans or however they travel over there, man. And the guys are smoking cigarettes and calling <laughs> their wives. You know, he's not even old enough to drive yet. So that that's what I'm mm-hmm. saying. These they are not scared. They they are not afraid at all. You know, and they should be. I mean, they shouldn't be, uh, you know, because they, they're real gangsters. Unlike Ja Morant. <laughs> oh, boy. Damn. Who's dumbass. I'm going to call him a dumbass. You are absolute dumbass. Right. I don't know you, Ja. I never met you. I may never meet you. But I'm calling you right now a dumbass. You just got suspended. Not a year ago or two years ago where you may have forgotten about it. We're talking about a few weeks ago. Still, it's the same playoffs. Just a few weeks ago, you got suspended for having a gun on a video that uh, that the league saw. So how your do you Instagram. follow it up? Oh, yeah, on you know, on your Instagram. How do you follow up that up on Instagram Live? In other words, you want everybody to know <laughs> and see. That's something that you could kind of say. Oh wow, you know, let's not put that one up. Let's not post this one. You know, that's not let's not put that up after all the trouble I got in. Let's not post this. No, you did it on Instagram live, meaning everybody watching it in real time saw you act a goddamn fool. After Nike kind of bent over backwards, because remember, Nike was like on, on the fence about this shoe. They had already signed him. They planned to give him a shoe. You remember those? They, he had a couple commercials where they're trying to, you know, market this guy and market his, his ability. And they're showing him come to the Nike commercial where he, he comes in, at, you know, the wee hours of the morning to the gym. And then another John Morant comes into the wee hours of the morning to the gym, showing that John's all about 24 7, all about that work. Nah, John. Your suburban ass is no gangster. Stop acting like a gangster. Stop fighting little teenagers. Stop going to try to back your mama up in Foot Locker and bringing your boys down to Foot Locker. First of all, you work for Nike, goddammit. If your mama wants some sneakers, have your mama, just tell, tell Nike what your mama want and they'll customize a whole bunch of sneakers for her. Send her a box full, a crate full of sneakers. Ain't no reason for you to be at the mall at the mall, you're a goddamn millionaire at the mall, you know, yelling at somebody in a referee t-shirt. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. But what I don't understand, Anthony, is the people around him. You know, I think Dirk mentioned before and Mark mentioned before, the people around you are there to protect you, that you don't do stupid shit like this on Instagram Live. We're knowing that four or five weeks ago, you you lost 38 million because you didn't make the... the, the um, the, the um what you call them for the league NBA team or right. NBA team you lost thirty eight million on there you just got suspended you just came back there's there's a black eye on you and the people around you gonna say you know what y'all let's go on Instagram live show them you got this piece show it wave it up in the air those are not friends as Dirk always said there's levels to this game sometimes you have to take those people that are behind you and say yo I can't roll with y'all like this I can't rock this out is with causing you. too much problems. I have to level up my life, my lifestyle, and where I need to be so I don't have this problem that you got now. When your team suspend you for all activities, that means the NBA will be investigating and you might get a suspension at the beginning of the year. Now you don't fuck your team again. Over a gun. I tell you this. I got to do a Vin Rings on him from Baby Boy. Let him know. You know, I'm... 
I'm not trying to be your pops and all your daddy, you know, but I, I done seen it all and I done done it all. And I, and I will sit that young man down and I will tell him anytime you in an environment and you got people with you, you need to tell everybody, put your phones in this basket. You want everybody's phones in the basket. You give them the phones when they leave. If you don't, because there's a Judas in his camp. You know, I don't, you know, somebody is posting this stuff. Until you can find out who the Judas is, you got to get everybody's phones. Because it ain't like they selfie. Somebody got you. And I guess, you know, they playing that trap music and they bouncing. You see what happened when they make weed legal? You see what happened? Niggas getting high. They smoking that stuff. And they bouncing around. And you lose it. And you forget you grew up in a two-family household. Daddy worked. Mama worked. Trained you. Trained your daughter. Coming from a good foundation, a good family. And then you decide to go to the NBA and believe the rap lyrics that other folks said they live. And you find out those folks ain't living, but that's how they have to make a living. And you make a decision that I'm going to have the gat in my hand. Oh, you know, the kids call it the hammer. I got the hammer in my hand. Just in case what? That's the part that got me lost. You are a millionaire. How many times over? Why don't you got security with you to hold that for you? What? Like he going to bust his gun? You, you understand what I'm saying? He's not firing off no shots. That's for sure. And I'm like, why, why do you want to show that after folks don't talk to you? you you're a role model. You don't want to mess this money up. Well, guess what? He get ready to mess all this up, and then he want to blame everybody but himself for what he did. Get yourself together, all, Yeah, It's all on him because the first time his Instagram, Instagram Live, he's flashing a gun like crazy. This time, once again, Instagram Live because that's what they got to do, I guess. You see what happened. This is all on Jai. He can't blame his friends because the guy who was shooting it, you know, they're doing all this stuff and, and acting a fool. He pans the jaw. Jaw flashes the gun. As soon as jaw flashes the gun, the guy swipes the camera down. Like, dude, I mean, you know what we're doing here. We, what do you, you know? <laughs> so he he tried to save it as quickly because if you look at the, it, he flashed. You know, he, he pan over the jaw. As soon as jaw, you know, sees the camera and starts, and then puts the gun. The guy swipes the camera down. Like, so jaw is just he's pretending. And you know, you know I'm sorry. What's going to happen is he he's he he. He's gonna lose more than money, which is a lot. He's gonna find himself out the league, and I don't think he's gonna be going to dental school afterwards. He's gonna really be in trouble. <laughs> he reminds he's gonna be, me. He's gonna, of... he gonna be working in the Foot Locker. He's gonna be working in the Foot Locker where his mama has the beef. That's what he's gonna be doing. Give me, give me, give me, give me a couple of sizes, eleven and a half, job, and hustle up, man. I want the new John Morans. Give me those, man. Go in the back and get those for me. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> He reminds me. Uh, Y'all ever see the movie Malibu's Most Wanted? Sure. Yeah, I remember that crazy that's, movie. That's hilarious. Yeah, he, he's B Rad. He's B Rad. That's who he is. <laughs> Moran is B Rad. That's who he is. You know, <laughs> trying to be a gangster, you know, as you said, there. He grew up, you know, and in a very comfortable home. Very, very comfortable home. Had everything he needed. Both parents were taking care. Of, you know, grows up in a house. He didn't miss no meals. Wasn't mm-hmm. sleeping on nobody's couch. You mm-hmm. know, trying to, you know, just trying to survive because because mama was a crackhead. You know, mm-hmm. he's That's- had it all. You know, there's guys in the league that we, you know, that 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 are quite. Jimmy Buckets is a guy mm-hmm. who, if anybody should have any kind of gangsterism in him, it should be him. 
You know, there's guys out there in the league who have really, really come through it to get where they are. And you don't see these guys, the, the real ones, trying trying to blow it on some nonsense. You know, I mean, you, you're a young guy, you're young, you know, they're young millionaires, and and they have more money than they could ever imagine, and, and that money makes you a little silly, and you're really not counting it, and you're not paying attention. But see, this, you know, after the first incident, they tried to clean it up. The league tried to clean it. Adam Silver gave him a little sure. – notice they didn't suspend him for the playoffs. Right, they gave him a little couple of two, three games at the end of the season, where it didn't count anyway. And then uh, Nike took a pause, and then they started, you know, running the commercials and running the promotions to try to get him up, thinking all that's behind him. Then he had a great playoff run. He had a great playoff run, Mm -hmm. and now he's back. And the problem is, is that you know, like the first time, people will say, "Well, it's young hubris. It's just a young kid just acting stupid and did something really stupid and." You know, everybody deserves a second chance. Well, this was your second chance. And you yeah. blew that too. Now what? And it's now, gonna be now, hard for, for the league to, you know, let them go because of the talent level, but yeah. somebody's gonna have to make some real tough decisions. But think about this. You know, Kyrie's sitting back and saying, you know, Nike cut me off, and all I did was post something that wasn't even mine, you know, just posted it. You know, you got this guy, you know, running around with the hammers, you know, you know, what are you gonna do to him? And that's the part where Jar, in my opinion, was disconnected. The minute he got the first suspension and he saw what happened to Kyrie, for no other reason, don't mess up your bag. But you still riding around with guns? He should have been in the gym working on his game, getting ready for next season, letting everybody know, you know, I'm, I'm the real deal. I'm really, really sorry about what happened. That's not who I am because, you know, they gave the BS, you know, apology. But now... Folks is looking at you like this kid is really off his rockers, man, where he might have some mental health issues that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Hey, Dirk, don't these guys, some of them like have um, handlers, you know, that, that, that's supposed, supposed to be around to keep, them to make sure they know, don't get, get in this situation? But, but when you are afraid as a handler to talk to somebody, you know, because he's the goose that laid the golden eggs, you're not going to say what it is he need to hear. And that's what's happening. You know, Ja, like Anthony said, why is his mama going to the Foot Locker for sneakers? No, you got somebody for that. Oh, I just want to get out. No, we 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 above that. Now we just can't go out because you're a target. You know, Ja right now is supposed to be bringing the club to him, not him going to the club like you just an average Joe Blow. And especially after just getting jammed up, whoever his right hand man is. That guy is usually the handler to make sure no harm comes Jaws' way. That guy, even though he might have put the camera down, he needs to lose his job because the camera should have never been on. I don't care what oh. Jaws said. Yo, man, get me over. Nah, man, we're not messing this up, Jaws. You, you know, we we, 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 we going to chill. Somebody in his camp is supposed to say that, and they're not saying it. Well, his not. dad was getting out of pocket at a, at a basketball game, so obviously he's there's some guy that's missing somewhere because when yes, you're definitely, I mean, we've all watched, I mean, I've watched my boys play. I've had my parents watch at no point that I have to worry about my father and my mother getting in a fight with parent X. And I damn sure didn't do it with anybody else. So listen, I'm here as a spectator. So when, when that is sort of like, I guess, condoned passively or 
however you want to look at it, he just maybe we'll find out that he has something going on that, okay, fine, we, we'll retract all this. But right now, the only thing we can say is what seems to be the apparent is that he's trying to be something that he clearly isn't. And it's going to cost him millions and millions of dollars. And that's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Only thing we can find out that would make me retract is I found out that he was a sped. They were special ed and, and, you know, (laughs) you know, he couldn't help himself. But bar, but, but, but outside of that, no, you know, we gave you a chance. We gave you a chance. You 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 have been gifted. And that's the frustrating part. You have been gifted a talent that that I'd say 50% of the world would certainly kill for. Sure. It's probably a lot higher than that, but I'm just saying at least 50% of the world would kill for to have that ability, to have the opportunity you have. One other thing I would say, that, remember, remember the story of John Moran. One of the things is he came out, he came out after the sophomore year and people can figure out how does... How does this guy go to lowly market? How does he not? He was the number two pick. How does he not become this highly recruited McDonald's All American guy? How did he wind up in Marquette? Maybe we know how. Maybe we know why now. Because right. maybe some of those coaches were like, oh, yeah, this kid's talented, but you know, he's probably he's a, he's a going on. So that's how he slides to a Marquette or he kind of goes unnoticed because usually. The number two pick, if he decides to go to Marquette, he decided to go to Marquette because he wants to stay close to home or something like that. He slid to Marquette. He was they weren't clamoring. There was no Dukes and hey, Carolinas. Mark, and, and, hold on, he didn't go to Marquette. Hey, Mark, he didn't go to Marquette. Don't give him that much. Oh no, it's right. Mary, Mary State. Mary State. I'm the same color scheme, right? Right, same color scheme. That's right. Mary State. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. I'm take that back. Yes, yeah, so, yes, yes. So something crazy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, Mark. I was giving you guys a, a slander in you. No, yeah, I'm I'm deadly wrong. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Murray State. And for him well, to slip to a Murray State, more than likely, there's some sort of red flags. You know, it, it, you know, like cats are saying, I'm not messing with you. You know, I don't know if it's the daddy or whatever, but, you know, we can't, we, we ain't dealing with this type of pressure bringing you in here because it could have been something that happened in his high school where they like, it's just not worth the risk. Yeah, you put you put my whole school. No, that's, 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 uh, you guys are both spot on. It's very clear because again, you know, we know ball. We know we know how this works. And you know, to Mark's point, I mean, I don't know where Murray State is relative to where he lives. Um, you know, it, it could be a situation where, oh, okay, it's it's it's. I want to stay close to home. I want my mom and dad to be able to come to all the games. Yada yada yada. Uh, but for that level of talent. To not go to uh, the Power 20, right? to a Power 20 school or top five, that level of talent. Because he didn't, he didn't suddenly develop this level of talent. We no, saw no, it he had on that. display in the NCAAs. That's how we found yeah. out about this kid. We don't know who the hell he was. Mm-hmm. And we were watching and he was, he was destroying, single-handedly destroying uh, the field until, you know, they, they finally uh, ran, out of, ran out of steam. Um, so that level of talent is not accidental. That level of talent, the fact that he's not, he didn't go to one of the top, top schools. That's, 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 uh, here's Murray State. Murray State's in Kentucky, even more so that level of talent. He was playing on an AAU team with the number one pick, Zion. Zion? So you know, if they'll come to watch Zion. You're going to see they this guy go, oh, yeah. this, who's this guy? And then you start to find, oh, oh, okay, okay. You know what? You know what? I don't need, I, we're, we're kind of, on the verge of academic probation as we as we are. <laughs> We're not gonna just invite this, you know, invitation of 
of drama. <laughs> so let's just get past this. Because think about some of that, uh, those highly talented guys who were troubled, uh, what, a couple of years, not a couple of years ago, but in a couple of years ago in the basketball world, uh, Beasley. Uh, oh, yeah, Michael, Michael Beasley. Beasley. Michael Beasley. that kind of guy. And school was like, you know what? You know, he was bouncing from high school to high school to high school. He winds up at what, uh, Kansas State, I think it was. Yeah, Kansas State. Yeah. yeah. He was a number two pick mm-hmm. because schools are like, you know, you know what? It's just too much. There's too much heat there. It's not worth it. Yeah. And, and it's not like these, like, you know, we talk about the league. We talk about, about you know, the league and, and their sources and how they, they you know, uh, investigate people. College teams have the same level or of, of investigation in terms of, of yeah. your character. They visit, they talk to your coaches, they go all around. They want to see because, again, it's an investment for them. Yeah, your, your character means a whole lot to the, to the school, even to, like you said, the NBA. They watching you and they see they speaking to everybody, sure. see what type of person you're. But I guess this didn't show up until now. You know, no, it showed up. It, it showed just up. didn't. It, we didn't realize. We didn't realize the level. I think that's yeah. what we're yes. discovering. Yeah. We're discovering yeah, yeah. how how crazy he really was. Uh, a couple of things before we go. Um, uh, apparently, speaking about crazy, batshit crazy. Um, Daniel Penny, who is the Marine uh, son of a former New York uh, Police Department lieutenant, uh, who was uh, who choked to death uh, Jordan Neely a couple of weeks on New York City uh, subway. We learned about him that he's got some level of mental illness and so you know we we I, we danced around it a couple of weeks ago and i was saying you know what kind of what how mentally ill do you have to be to sit there and, and hold somebody in a chokehold for 15 minutes and now we're finding out that uh it was uh mentally ill on mentally ill and and you know in in a in a manner of speaking it was potentially two Two volatile, dangerous people on a subway mm-hmm. train because, uh, you know, it was it just happened to be Jordan Neely. But if you're walking around with that level of rage, uh, in the case of of uh, Daniel Penny, it could have been anybody that he could have choked out. He could maybe somebody you know one of the kids coming on on the subway train with the beatboxes and you know dancing on the poles. Mm-hmm. You know, he could have choked one of them out. You know, for mm-hmm. for whatever reason. So. Um, Mental health is 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 a major major problem in this country, and I, I don't think we're dealing with it. We don't have enough professionals. I mean, we have family members who who do. Uh, shout out to you, uh, Crystal. Uh, but and, and, you too, auntie. and and you too, Anthony. and you too, auntie. <laughs> you too, auntie. And come on, man. Exactly. Would you try to start something again, Anthony? Gee whiz! No, nah, but she's the like day retired. after Mother's Day. The day after oh, Mother's Lord. Day, really? This is what you doing now? Damn, <sighs> on Alberta. Get it together. Okay. I, I just said we have people in the family. That's two people. You only mentioned one. Your mother yeah, needs to I, go. Your mother need to be mentioned first. No, no disrespect, Chrissy. That's just the way it is. Okay. Seniority. Uh, That's seniority. Okay. Seniority. Okay. So yeah. So I'm just saying it's obviously a crisis because only one of them is still doing it. So, you know, there's a shortage of mental health professionals. Still sending daggers, man. Still sending daggers. Just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Uh, I know when you won't be on this coming Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, that that could be true. Um, uh, Yeah, you know, uh, let's get into this, uh, um, you know, because I can tell you 
where where somebody might be for Thanksgiving. Uh, Jonathan Majors might be at Megan Good's house for Thanksgiving. Uh, giving thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in case you didn't know, um, uh, troubled. I don't. I don't know if he's troubled actor. He's he's an actor in trouble. He's not a troubled actor. Jonathan Majors, who is is was up until about you know five weeks ago, was the it man for Hollywood. He was the guy. He was doing his thing. He was he was slated to be the next mega star mega mega black star and then he got in some altercation with his girlfriend uh that led to uh his ex-girlfriend now that led to you know police being called and then he, him being uh brought into custody uh over an alleged domestic violence situation and now we find out that maybe just maybe uh the the numbers on his phone that was blowing up his phone <laughs> might have been Megan Good, Derek's girl. Oh God, Megan, Megan, Megan. Um, well, she's she's. I'm not going to say she's for the streets. Uh, I'll just say she's exploring her dating options. I'm going to be nice today, and I think you know she 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 wants a bad boy. You know, after the uh, the Fifty Cent video. Um, it's like, yo, man, that's that's what does it for her. You know, she had the church man and uh they wearing their white and they sitting in Oprah's garden, you know, talking that talk. But in the meantime, man, she wants somebody, you know, who's about that life, man. Somebody, you know, who's gonna pull up by the back of the air, like, yo, come here, I'm not playing with you. I'm gonna deal with you. And you know, that's that's what she she wants. And the church man wanna pray and you know, you know, just just make the love to the, the the way the wind and the curtain is blowing and the rain that's that's not a brother man brother got his wife his wife beat on and uh he's got a, a glass of cognac in his hand and says look i know it ain't my birthday but i'm you gonna act like it is you know and you know some things wow. you gotta do that's major you know she know me think about this she's high profile. she's high profile major high profile his case ain't even been started yet and she said, I want to be down. And she down with him, man. <laughs> you know, just the fact of him possibly, you know, doing five months, six months, getting some probation. She ride or die, the chick. You can say whatever you want. She ride or die. Megan, I'm down with you. Me and you, good money, man. Because you did through the thick and the thin. She just like the bad boys, man. That's all it is, man. And this is my cousin being good, as he said at the beginning of the statement. Yes. Yeah, yes, I, I thought yeah. that was good this time. <laughs> So I mean, a situation it, it, could arise that she had um, his ex-girlfriend may have picked up his phone or read a text that may have came from Megan, possibly Derek, and it started this. Uh, how can I say? Let me be all clear. this shit coming up that he and it's not. It's uh, not even her, that. No, that. If his look, he ain't beat her. Let's stop that. All that happened, you know, his phone went off. He looked at her. She looked at him. He's like, "Nah, I'm not gonna answer it right now." Oh, you need to answer your phone. He's like, look, you know, we going somewhere. I want to answer. Let me see. And she went to grab it. You know, he about that life. Like, yo, ma, yo, what's, I, I know you see me doing this Hollywood thing, but don't get this twisted up in here. You know, I'm really, really about this. And the next thing you know, because it was a little, you know, t- you know, I call it a tug of war with his phone. He got a tug of war with his phone. And next thing you know, she want to call the police. And what happens, Meg is like, man, I told you you need to cut him off. You know, cut her off. She, you know, she ain't for you. I, I know what you need. And what, what, what I need, Megan? 
well, you need to come over here and I can show you better than I can tell you. Boom. And now she, <laughs> now it's that. That's that's how it, it went down, man. That's how it went down. And next thing you know, they're a couple, you know. And he's so you went over there with the wife you know, beater, Derek. She came over there. He had on his wife beater and a cigarette wife, and, and, and his ear and a wife beater and a cigarette in his ear. It's some Adidas slides on. Exactly. <laughs> with socks. With socks. Get on it right now. Get on it. <laughs> y'all see how big y'all, y'all look at that guy that guy ain't no joke that's why I was kind of surprised that girl went at him with that yeah did the Ving Rhames that's what he is you know that's what she, you know she saw baby boy and you know she 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 tried it with the clean cut guy you know you know how they always say you know like you know good man you know ain't no good men out here well you had a good man who wanted treated you like like a queen but she she didn't want that the daisies and all she didn't want that she want to walk in you know you know and here you know i hate to use this guy you know oh kelly ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of bumping and grinding that's what she want man and you know that's Jonathan, man. J M. J M. That's what he doing. Sure. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess we'll see how this how this shakes out. I mean, you know, this I'm still waiting on this lawyer to come up with uh, you know, the evidence. Remember she was saying she had the evidence? Ain't no evidence. Yeah, Ain't no evidence. She had yeah, you know, the exonerating evidence. There's no exonerating evidence at all. But uh, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll see. I mean, but uh yeah, definitely uh uh, Megan is is trying to live her Harlem show in real life at this point. Oh well, yes, right. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. he's all right with it. I guess you know she all right with it, and God bless, God bless them both. I mean, you know, I mean, everybody needs somebody. Sometimes that's what Dean Martin said. That's true. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so that's listen, uh, if you guys have not subscribed to Power to the People. Uh, speaking of power to the people, uh, did you see what your your son? Uh, uh, no, it's not. It's it's because uh, I was like at first I was like, how did we get in this thing? Uh, uh, Sean Powell, who is a sports writer, has a Twitter handle that is very similar to ours. His last name is Powell. Obviously, we're not related, although you never know. But that uh, looks like I, <laughs> listen, that looks like I handle into the. I hate to be a bear of bad news. That looks like I handle it. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it it, look, it looks exactly like a, it's Powell. His name is uh, so I'll give out our handle. His his is Powell to the number two D A people. Uh, we are Powell the number two the letters D A peeps P E P S Powell to the peeps on Twitter. So that's how that's the slight difference, you know. I mean, and and anybody last name Powell and black, you know, we they all we all kind of use the Powell to the people because it's it's a it's an iconic. Uh, phrase from 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 Black Power days, but uh, yeah. So his is I, I first. It took me by surprise. I was like, "Wow, what's going on?" So yeah, if you if you have not subscribed, make sure you do. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get us. Anywhere you listen, uh, you can ask Alexa. If you're just lazy and you want Alexa to find it for you, ask for Power to the People. Um, you can find us on Facebook, social media, Power to the People on Facebook. There's an action button. A lot of people go right to Facebook and wait for the uh, the notification and listen to it right there. Uh, you can, as I just mentioned, find us on Twitter at Power to the People. P-O-W-E-L-L the number two, the letters D-A-P-E-E-P-S not Powell to the people but Powell to the peeps uh, otherwise you'll be talking to Sean Powell about basketball and God knows where that's going to go um, you can also find us all on Instagram and you can find us back here at the same bat time, same bat channel next week, we'll see you then peace peace
Peace.